to the Radical Authenticity Podcast. I'm your host, LaToya Sharice, LaToya the Alien on social media. So I know that I said that I was going to talk about something controversial, but when I started to talk about that thing, I just kind of got on my own nerves. And so I didn't. I still have it. Um, I don't know. I may start a Patreon or something at some point and then put it there. But yeah, I'm exhausted. Um, I just, uh, I can't. But I do want to talk about something that recently happened. So Facebook and all of its other entities. So Facebook owns Facebook, of course. They also own um, Instagram and WhatsApp. And a couple of days ago, all that shit went kablooey. Everything shut down and went off. And apparently Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg um, specifically lost a shit ton of money um, because they ran all of their communications for everything through Facebook, which was really stupid. You would think that they would have known to have a better fail safe than that. But no, they relied so heavily on Facebook that all of their communications to talk to their servers, to talk to the people who help out with their servers and all that type of stuff ran through Facebook. So when Facebook shut down, all that shit shut down. A bigger thing is when Facebook shut down, a lot of people's businesses also shut down because a lot of people's businesses um, have an online component or maybe completely online. So all of their businesses were also affected. And it sucks too, because there's really nothing they can do about it. Like they can't get any kind of restitution from Facebook at all because they signed that user agreement. So they really, I mean, there ain't shit they can do. That fucking sucks. But I also think that it shows that we need to stop our reliance on social media as well. Like if Facebook's shit fucks up Facebook, what do you think is doing to us? And then this happens in the same week where this whistleblower has come out and talked about how Facebook um, execs and Mark Zuckerberg knew that all of the misinformation going around during the 2016 election was harmful and knew that it was causing issues and they just didn't do anything about it because of money. And I think that we forget that all this shit is about money. And I really get irritated too sometimes when I hear people blame the media for all of this shit, right? So those are the those are the two big bads. Social media and then like the media, which is typically like the news outlets is what people are referring to when they talk about the media. Can we um stop that? Cuz here's the thing. It's our fault. It's our fault. It's our fault. It's our fucking fault. We are feeding the machine. We keep saying that 
the media is this way or that way. They're corrupt. They're manipulative. They're all of these different things. So how come we keep feeding into the bullshit? It's all about money. The goal is money. Period. How are they making money? Through our engagement. Through clicks, likes, shares, and eyeballs. It is us. We are the fucking problem. (laughs) And I'm really, I don't know, it irritates me to have these interactions or when people just want to blame the fucking media. No, it's not the media. It's us. We are feeding it. There's algorithms and there's numbers behind this type of stuff. Even when we claim to dislike something, you do realize that it's us feeding into it. If I say online, I share a tweet I don't like, and I say that like, and I read that person, it don't matter what I like or dislike about it. They're counting that I engaged with it and I had something to say about it and I shared it. And then other people are more than likely going to have something to say about it. All of that feeds into the algorithm. So they don't care if you are upset, whether you're happy about it. They just want you to share the shit. And we are getting manipulated from all angles. Even it's not just the right wing outlets. Both things are very, very, very manipulative. Like I have a thousand percent seen left leaning outlets write a headline that was not really explaining the full breadth of what was going on. It's clickbaity as shit. It's all fucking clickbaity. And we all play into it because we're clicking and engaging with the shit. And we just need to take back the goddamn control. It's us. That's like if I know that milk irritates me, why am I going to keep drinking milk? It's not the manufacturer who's putting the milk out. It's not the store that's putting the milk on the shelves. It's not the fucking cows or goats or whatever that the milk is coming from. If I know that this thing is hurting me, then it is my responsibility to take control and to stop it. That's it. And then the market can correct itself because we see that literally with milk. The more people like find out about dairy milk, they don't like certain things in it. Or a lot of people are like legit lactose intolerant. And so now that people are not consuming as much dairy milk, we are now seeing more alternatives to that. Is dairy milk going to go away? No, because there's always going to be people who love dairy milk. Just like there's always going to be people and media outlets and all that shit who just like, are going to be on some wild shit that's always going to be there. 
But if those of us who do not care for it actually make some changes instead of just being mad about it, then we'll have more alternatives. And also, those people who not only wanted to see change, but actually found the alternatives and found different ways to get something that was milk-like without having lactose in it. I mean, those are the real heroes. Like there's this uh, almond milk called, it's called Malk. Like, you know, like if I'm a Kardashian, it says Malk. It's M-A-L-K for real. Now, is it a little bit more expensive? Yes, it is. But if you wanted a plant-based alternative that for real, like tasted like regular milk, that's it. I mean, damn. And honestly, like we're not supposed to be really drinking milk like that anyway. Like, I mean, I know some people can and I'm not here to like shame anybody for their eating habits because like, I mean, if you're cool, then sure, do your thug thizzle. I'm just saying a lot of the shit that we do anyway, we do in excess. So, I mean, that's also a part of that issue. Anyway, now I've gotten off track and started talking about food. My point is, though, it's my responsibility to stop behaviors that are hurting me and not to feed into the shit. So I'm not going to be buying milk when people stopped buying different meat products and things like that. It's not that there's not going to be any meat eaters and that nobody is ever going to eat meat ever, ever again. But there's more alternatives now. And then there's more alternatives out there more people will get curious about some of these things, maybe willing to try them and say, huh, let me see what this is about. Let me learn more about X, Y, Z. Maybe I'll make an effort to do a meatless Monday where on this day, I won't do this one thing. And I feel like that's a very simplistic um, thing, you know, because it's about food and not people's ideals. But it really does work in the same way because these are businesses at the end of the day. And they're just competing for the dollars. That's it. That is it. And I've seen like, okay, so one big thing is, and this is kind of played into what I talked about last week, but I'm so goddamn tired of hearing about the fucking vaccine and everybody's opinion on the vaccines. I swear to God, I just, I want everybody to shut the fuck up. Like, (laughs) I'm just so, I'm just irritated. And I'm really irritated at some of the, I'm irritated at some of the headlines, yes. But then I'm also irritated by how we interact with these headlines. So for example, I was watching The Breakfast Club um, when I won the clips and they covered the story about how LeBron James said that he and his family got the vaccine, but he didn't feel like it was necessarily um, his role to tell everybody else what to do. Okay, which same, I feel the exact same way. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna tell nobody what to do because I'm gonna be real. And I know this is like somewhat controversial. I don't really care at this point, but I was hesitant to get this fucking vaccine for several different reasons. And people always like talk about like, well, science this and science that. 
You know how much shit um, a lot of these companies putting out vaccines have put on the market that were FDA approved that are now coming back off the goddamn market because they realized that it wasn't as safe as they said it was? I'm just saying there's reasons to be skeptical about this shit. And I honestly think the fact that we lump every single person that has not gotten the vaccine for whatever reason into one category is actually hurting people getting vaccinated because people just like aren't I don't know like no but a lot of people don't know what the fuck they're talking about (laughs) but I digress on that um but I if LeBron James does not feel like it is his responsibility to tell everybody to go and get this vaccine then so what And I know people are like, oh my God, celebrities, you have a platform. But they also are allowed to use that platform how they want to use that platform. He uses this platform to fund schools and fund charities and all sorts of things for Black folks. This is what he uses this platform for. Like, most of the time. Like that and, you know, basketball shit. But... Here lately, it's more so been in social justice, things like that. And now everybody wants to dog on him because he's not using his platform to promote the vaccine. That's not really something that he has to do. Like, how? that's not really his responsibility. And I don't really think that celebrities, just because they have a platform, are supposed to do anything with that platform. Like, who the fuck are we <laughs> to tell somebody what to do with their platform? Like, if I want to use my platform to post ass pics, I will do that. If people want to use their platform to, I don't know, show off their favorite cakes, do that. Like, just, I don't think just because you have a bigger platform, you're supposed to do certain things. Because now, if you're if we're saying that, we're really saying that we want celebrities to use their platforms to amplify the shit that we want them to amplify. Because on the opposite side of things, we have Nicki Minaj, who used her platform about how she has not been vaccinated. And everybody blew that up. So how about we just leave celebrities and let them do what they do and not take medical advice from celebrities. You know, I mean, that's a little wild. There's a, there's a major leap in Michael Jordan selling Hanes underwear to I'm taking medical advice from Nicki Minaj or LeBron James. What the fuck are we doing? This is it's stupid. This is absolutely stupid. And then back to like how this loops into media. We didn't focus on LeBron James saying, hey, me and my family are vaccinated. They focused on the fact that he didn't feel like it was his responsibility to tell other people what to do. Same thing with Nicki Minaj, honestly. Everybody talked about 
the cousin's balls or the cousin's friend's balls or whatever. It was just balls, 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 just jiggling balls and big balls and broken marriages and broken balls. Just, you know, but everybody totally skipped over the fact that she said that she'll likely eventually get the vaccine. Oh, no, 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 no. Let's let's just bypass the fact that she ever said that. Let's just focus on the balls. You know why? Because that is a more sensational story. It is to get niggas, and I'm I'm using niggas collectively, like <laughs> of all the people, for real though. Like it's just to get everybody to talk about this shit and get everybody to engage. And so then fucking I don't know, I, was it Tucker Carlson, one of these motherfuckers, to get them to like get on it. Now you like God damn, it couldn't be more clear to me. Yet, we still play into it. But we know that it's happening. So at this point, it's not the media anymore. Even like um, like on the shade room and stuff, you'll see people commenting about like, oh man, this is just the media. Da, 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 da. Okay, well, woke nigga, why don't you stop commenting on the shit? If you so motherfucking woke, then don't you know that the algorithm is just going to keep sending you the same shit? Because now that you're commenting on it right now, you are commenting. You're amplifying it. You're amplifying it for yourself and for everyone else. Sometimes this is why I just scroll. I just, I mean, I've gotten so good at just scrolling. I will see something, disagree but they'll never know because I'm scrolling. Slow scrolling, like slow rolling, but slow scrolling. Okay, <laughs> my ass is goofy. And, you know, when I was watching that Breakfast Club clip, Charlemagne kept saying, oh, the media, we need to do better. We need to do better. No, we need to do better is what I'm thinking. We need to do better. We need to stop putting these celebrities on these insane pedestals like they are not regular ass people. We do this shit to ourselves. Like motherfuckers that sit around talking about how I'm disappointed in certain celebrities. Who the fuck are you? They don't know you. If you call, if you, if somehow you got their phone number or their address or whatever, and you had an opportunity to address them and you said that you were disappointed They would laugh in your motherfucking face. They would spit on you. They wouldn't even acknowledge who the fuck you are. You know why? Because you ain't shit to them. Nobody cares. Nobody fucking cares. (laughs) (laughs) And like, as like empathetic as I try to be sometimes, like for real though, like part part of my soul is just like, oh my God, everybody should be nurtured and blah, 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 blah. And then the other part of me is like, no one gives a fuck about you. Because both things are, like, true. But it's just funny how, like, for real, though. Like, for real. do I don't give a fuck about somebody that I'm not, I'm never in contact with, who I don't know even exists. I don't give a fuck about what that person thinks. I do not give a fuck. So why do I think that celebrities give a flying fuck? For real. Unless... It's like their main fan base or something. Like, I don't know. There'd have to be like a huge turn of the tide 
But like, so let, on their, and even then, they don't give a fuck about what you think. They care about the money. <laughs> like the baby. This nigga don't care about the stupid shit that he said. He don't give a fuck. He cares that he's losing money. That's why he's meeting with like the AIDS activists or whatever the fuck they said that he was meeting with. He don't give a fuck about that shit. This nigga doubled down two times. You know what he cared about? When these shows started getting canceled and the bag was affected. No one gives a fuck unless it has to do with the money. (laughs) Do you understand what I'm saying? I don't know why it's not clear. I don't understand why it's hard for people to comprehend. But that is all the shit is about. Be your own goddamn influencer. (laughs) For real. And this goes for politicians too. Politicians are not celebrities. Just because they are famous or known public figures doesn't make them like celebrities in the same vein as fucking Beyonce and shit. I don't care if they kick it every day and they fucking busting down blunts. Okay, if Beyonce, Jay-Z and Barack and Michelle, they get together and Jay-Z is like, man, I need you to be an ambassador for my new weed brand. You know what? That's cool and all. And I support that. That would actually be really dope. That's a great. I have a picture in my brain right now. The shit looks cool. And I would love to see Barack and Michelle smoking blunts. I wouldn't. That would make my fucking life. I'm so goddamn ratchet. Okay. <laughs> that would make my life though. I'd be so happy to see it. But for real though, I'm still going to know in my brain that I'm not going to necessarily listen to Jay-Z when it comes to presidential shit. Like, you know what I mean? And it doesn't mean that Obama is now a multi-million dollar recording artist as in the same vein as Jay-Z. Like, just because like certain politicians hang out with celebrities does not necessarily make them celebrities and that's and I because I think when we put uh politicians in that same vein we put them on a pedestal and we give them way too much damn credit because celebrities are supposed to like embody that fantasy that perfection all of that honestly part of the reason social media kind of gets on my nerves I don't want to know that much about celebrities I really don't I don't want to know that much about you I like the fantasy okay I love the fantasy. When I follow fine people, I don't want to see your significant other. (laughs) I don't. I don't want to see them. I want to picture myself fucking you. No. (laughs) For real though. I don't want to see them. I know they exist. If I wanted to follow them, I would follow them. But if I don't follow them, don't post them. Nah, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. But point is, I don't want us to keep putting people on these pedestals where they don't belong Because then we don't hold them accountable like they should be. Like, I like AOC. But I feel like she's been put on such a fucking pedestal where it's like everything that she says is gold. And then you have some other people that, oh, well, we don't like this person. So now everything that they say is bad. 
And I feel like that's a very dangerous place to be in. And this is where corruption comes from on either side where we don't like we may have some wild shit going on. Right. And say that somebody like an AOC, not saying that this is this is purely hypothetical, but say like someone like an AOC believes the misinformation this time. I mean, she's a human being. She's not infallible. So say she's on the wrong side of it this time. And then you have somebody who you typically don't really like actually be on the right side of some shit this time. But now that we've conditioned ourselves to say like, oh, well, this person's always right. And this person is always wrong. We could potentially be fucking some shit up for ourselves. Like we did that with, um, remember that little boy, I guess that teenager, I guess he wasn't a little boy, but the little Trump boy. And there was a situation where they were saying that he was making fun of Native Americans or he was cussing out, whatever. I forget what exactly this motherfucker did. Y'all know what I'm talking about. But apparently everybody on the left was wrong about what really went down. But you had so many people, including politicians, news outlets, everything else, run with this story where they didn't have all the information. And it just so happened that this time... The right had it correct. And I know that's a hard pill to swallow, but again, that's kind of our fault. Because let's be honest, a lot of people looked at the headline, they saw who it was coming from or whichever outlet fit their views the best, and then they went with that story. And it's our fault. We fell for it. And we are part of the problem, y'all. Like, we just are. And you can tell by this... Facebook outage and how people kind of like didn't know what to do and they sort of lost their minds about it. We're so reliant on this shit. We don't even know. I mean, I found out about it on Instagram. I didn't see the news of the outage on a news source. I would like went and fact checked it through a news source, but I saw this shit on the shade room on Instagram. And whether we like to admit it or not, that is typically how we are getting our news. That is the first touch point. And sure, we can do that, but we also need to make sure that we are thinking critically and that we really know how to verify information. And a lot of the times we don't. Like that's not being taught anymore. Anyway, I just think ultimately we need to bring it back down to basics. We need to not rely on social media so much. And we need to actually just start to humanize one another again. I know I've gone on about the things that we do wrong when it comes to communication, but I did want to talk about a couple of things that will help us maybe reframe how we communicate or make sure that we know how effective certain ways of communicating actually are. Because I think, especially since, you know, a lot of people have been staying at home and things like that because of the pandemic, we have, as a nation, really relied a lot on the internet to communicate, like emails and just really conversations in general, like over text and things like that. And a lot of things can get lost in translation, but that's really because only 7% of the information we share comes from words. 
there the rest of it comes from body language like your eye contact and movement which is like 55 percent, and then the other 38 percent is from your tone of voice so automatically when you are just using text and even emojis because people read emojis differently as well like i was watching which house no it was married to medicine and there were two ladies one girl she had posted some photos of her in um a bikini right So one of the other cast members underneath her post, she did the emoji like with the with the hand over their mouth, like a ooh girl, like one of those. Well, the other girl, she read it as her saying that, oh, that stank. Cause you know, sometimes you can hold your hand over your mouth and it's like, ugh. But it could also mean, ooh. So you're reading this emoji in two different ways. They had an argument over that. They like fucked up their friendship for a minute because of a fucking emoji. And they had to come together and be like, no, that's really not what that was. And my bad, but that's not at all what that was. Now you can put on top of things like cultural differences. What your state of mind is. Like a simple headache can (laughs) fuck up a lot of what I'm interpreting. And then you have what's called denotation, which is like the dictionary definition of words. And then you have connotation, which is how people interpret those words. So you have some people that are a little bit more literal, like I am, who I kind of go toward like dictionary definitions of words. But then even in that, I am still interpreting that definition in a certain way, right? So that leads us into connotation. What if my interpretation and your interpretation of a certain word is different? That can fuck up the whole flow of a conversation or just like different social norms and things like that. Like I'm gonna be real when somebody texts me or calls me and they're just like, hey, what are you doing right now? I'm almost automatically like on edge because most of the time when people do that, they want something from you and I get anxious because I don't know what it is. And so it, and it truly gives me anxiety. Like I won't, (laughs) I won't answer. Just tell me what the fuck you want and then let me make the decision. But it gives me a lot of anxiety and I for real have like not called people back or whatever because they, We'll ask shit like that. It just makes me on edge. They may not mean anything by it. It just makes me on edge. But my experience frames that very differently than if I didn't have that experience. And we lose a lot of those things in social media because we're, we want this like instant gratification sort of thing. But we're not going to get that because we have to do so much more explaining just to lay down the foundation of what we're talking about. Because haven't you been in back and forth arguments on social media and then you figure out like y'all were actually in agreement the whole goddamn time, but somebody read it crazy or like maybe not read it crazy, whatever the point is, whatever, like I don't want to put like blame or whatever because like, you know, 
But signals got twisted. Whatever I said was not getting across to them, even if I felt like I was playing, (laughs) did not get across to them how I actually meant it. And then their interpretation of it was literally the opposite of what I meant. Like, this happened to me once. Uh, I forget. It was like on some kind of... This is why I stopped following uh, news outlets and shit. Because it was just getting real stupid. But it was something about religions in schools. And, like, the Christians were mad about something. Anyway, my thing was basically like... Okay, but they don't act like this when it is something else. Like, nobody actually cares... When somebody says anything about Buddhism or Islam or whatever, it's like literally only when we bring up Christianity, which is almost like it's not having separation of church and state. Somebody else chimed in and was like, well, do you think just because you're Christian, you can put your beliefs? And I was like, "Um, first of all, I'm not. Second of all, that's basically what I was saying, even though I thought I was clear. But apparently I wasn't clear enough for them or I wasn't using language that translated to them. This is another issue of social media. People don't know you. (laughs) And I think in order to really have a meaningful conversation, there has to be some sort of rapport. And rapport is based on like understanding and trust and a mutual understanding and trust. And if that has not been built, then it's just fucking pointless to try to have conversations. You just can't. And since we have divided ourselves so, we automatically, even with like certain phrases that someone may use, or if someone frames something in a particular way, our brains automatically go to, oh, this person, since they believe this, they probably believe all of these other things right here. And I'm like, whoa, 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 slow it down. Like, for example, like kind of going with the vaccine thing, right? Somebody says like, hey, I'm not vaccinated. Automatically, if somebody says I'm not vaccinated, they will have all of these other characteristics assigned to them. And again, I just think that's, I think that's hurting um, the efforts, but you know, people are going to keep doing what they do. I just think it's hurting the efforts to then think of that person as a conspiracy theorist or they don't care about anybody. And you know, all the other things that we assign to people. What if we don't just see what they have to say? Like there are some people who are immunocompromised who have been told they can't get like not to get the vaccine by their doctor. Now, I don't think that that's a lot of people. I think that's rare, but it happens. Like that's a thing. And some would say like, oh my God, well you should get it. But like, hold on. Are you this person's doctor? If you are not this person's doctor, then there's really nothing for you to say. But we won't even get to that part because we just want to assign all of these characteristics to one group of people. And I just don't jive with that. Like, you know how we like to say, this group is not a monolith. This group is not a monolith. 
no group is a monolith, but that takes listening and trying to understand another person's point of view, even if it doesn't 100% match up with yours. And I just don't think that we're doing that. And I feel like our reliance on communication through social media is the issue. I don't think social media itself is the issue. I think our reliance on communicating through social media is the issue. And another thing is too, like you've got people like me, I'm trying to stay off of this app. But then I also know that I'm probably like missing things like different events um, that are being posted or like, I know like every time I'm a part of any kind of group or panel or anything, everything's done through Facebook. And I kind of hate that. And I get, I get why it is because that's typically the easiest way to reach everyone. But then it also reinforces our reliance on the shit too. Because I'm going to be real. I really don't want to be on that shit. I really don't want to be on Facebook all the time. But then if there's like something going on, I'm kind of forced to be on there because I need to be there to like check messages and, you know, do that kind of thing. So I don't know. I don't even know what really the solution is. I just feel like maybe we can compartmentalize a little bit. And I mean, you know, we can bring back the group text. I think... That can also be a thing. Cause I'm gonna be real. Unless somebody directly contacts me, at this point, they may not hear from me. I don't. I'm just saying. Like I'll do a little bit of social media, but not a lot. Like I don't know what anybody's up to, and I don't know if I even want to know what everybody's up to because I'm not on the shit. I'm sure there's some stuff that would be cool to know, but I'm also enjoying not being on this shit all the time. I'm really, really enjoying it. And that's also a conundrum for this very podcast because part of me is like, oh my gosh, I could blow it up if I was just like wanting to be on the internet more and doing more engagement and posting and all this stuff. But then that makes me feel tired just thinking about it. And I really don't want to be on that shit all the time. So I don't know. I don't know how to get around it. But I also know that I don't need to feed into it too much. That's honestly too why I haven't full throttle pursued comedy because there is just a lot of, like you're in the entertainment industry. So in the entertainment industry, there's a lot of shit that comes with it outside of you just doing what you love. And I know that. And I feel like I need to build up the mental fortitude and the emotional fortitude And just like the pure knowing my boundaries and what I will and will not put up with from people before I like go gung ho and embark on that journey. I don't know how long it's going to take. Maybe I'll decide that that's like not something that I want to pursue as much, but I do know I enjoy it. And part of me wants to see like, oh, where could I like really take it? But it's also like, opening yourself up to a lot of bullshit. And I think I need to make sure that I am properly fortified before I really go there because I just know. Because people will try to fuck with you and people try to push your buttons. And I want to make sure that I know what my boundaries are. So 
I know what to tell a motherfucker what they ain't going to do when they try to do it. And I have to be okay with like turning down money and stuff like that because I refuse to be disrespected. I need to fortify myself for that. Anyway, back on uh, conversations though. And this, I guess it all kind of wraps up because I mean, I also have to have certain conversations with myself as well. Like a lot of times we like give ourselves words of affirmation and stuff like that, but then we're not paying attention to our body language and to our tone and stuff like that. So, I mean, you do still have to have some, uh, some sense of awareness of yourself whenever we're having conversations. But I think it's also important to understand the mechanics of conversations and that words alone won't do it. Like you need a relationship with someone. And that's why I'm so big on whether you really agree with that person's main perspective or not is not the thing. But I feel like if I'm going to have a conversation with that person, I have to at least find some kind of common ground. I have to find some kind of humanity in that person, or it's just not going to work. I'm not going to be able to set any sort of foundation of familiarity or of commonality with that person. And if I don't do that, there's no sense in having it because it's just like, you may as well be a fucking alien to that person at that point. You're not even a human being to them. You're an alien because they look at you as a completely separate entity outside of them that has zero in common with them. And then if you don't know anything about my experience or I can't feel connected to you in any sort of way, then why the fuck would I listen to you? And I feel like we're all like that. We just want people to bend to our will (laughs) a lot of the times. And so we say that, but then we don't practice it. And I want us to actually practice it. But I also think it's going to take getting off social media and reclaiming ourselves And then once we reclaim ourselves, we will be more open to being able to have tougher conversations with people and being able to find commonality with people. And I'm not even just saying people who we like disagree with. I have seen people for real get into little tiffs over things that, I mean, that are uh, maybe not small, but like, I mean, you probably agree on like 99% of the information, but then y'all really disagree on this one thing. And then it becomes like, oh, well, you just like to argue or where you're just like this. And it's like, well, you're just like this. And then there's just like mudslinging going on. And it's like, whoa, what is happening? Because there's a lot of shit I disagree with. Like I've seen people skinny shame people saying that they're like, oh my God, I'm body positive. But then talk shit about somebody who is skinnier or people who just like to work out and people who really enjoy fitness and stuff. Like there's nothing wrong with that. Like, what are they doing to bother you? Like if they are just being fit and if you are fat and they are fit and then being fit and promoting fitness is bothering you, then that's your fault. That means you are insecure. It's not that the media is making you insecure. You're just insecure. And you need to find out why you are insecure 
And then you need to break that. And then that way we can have a little bit of power back regardless of what the media puts out there. Because if we show that we want differently and, or that we want something different and then we want to have different stuff out there, we're going to have to invest in the things that we like and we're going to have to actually make the shit that we like. So it's out there. So it can be supported. That's one of the reasons why I think promoting bad hair, the movie was great. Was it like the best horror movie ever? No, but I really liked it because it was kind of campy, but just kind of, I don't know. I, I enjoyed it to be honest, but a lot of people were like, oh my God, it's bad. And that's fine if you didn't enjoy it. But the thing is you have to see it and then kind of pick out some of the positives of it. So then more of it can keep getting made. And so we can get more um, black voices out there because I'm gonna be real. Not all the white horror movies were great, but then they got supported. And then over time, some of these directors got better, but that's because they had the support behind them. We got to do the same shit. That's why it annoyed me when people weren't supporting them, which I get if you don't want to like watch it, but then to then talk about like before you even saw the fucking thing. Oh, it's trauma porn. No, 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 no. Okay, well, this is horror. Like there are people who like horror. So a lot of us horror nerds actually got out and we supported it regardless of what everybody else had to say. We're going to support it. We're going to amplify it. We're going to be in all the groups because we want to see more black voices doing horror. But you got to support the shit. Quit feeding into the shit that you don't want to see, regardless of what anybody else says. And then on that same note, just because it ain't for you doesn't mean it's not for somebody else. Because that ain't what it's about. The thing is finding commonalities with people, having conversations, and feeding into what you want, whatever that may be. And if you find that you don't want to find commonality with motherfuckers, then just say that. But a lot of times we like to hide behind our so-called morals when really the thing is, I don't feel like bending on this. I don't feel like talking to motherfuckers on this. Just say that. And people ain't gonna like it, but that's fine. But stand in your goddamn truth. But quit feeding into the problem. That's it. That's all I gotta say. This has been the Radical Authenticity Podcast. I will talk to y'all later. Bye-bye.